Hello, hello. Today we're talking about habits. What makes a good habit? What are some of the core productivity habits? What are the costs of building new habits? And we'll also talk about what you can do instead of building new habits. Welcome to the Monthly Method Podcast. This is a show for solopreneurs, creators, and artists who have a burning desire to launch a project. This is for a project that is not urgent, but truly important. The one your best life depends on. Your host, Paulina B., is a certified scrum master. She brings a proven record of launching successful projects, both professional and personal. You will hear about tested techniques that lead to calm, consistency, and results. Stay tuned to turn your idea into reality one month at a time. Productivity world is fixated on building new habits. We have phrases like, you don't decide your future, you decide your habits, and your habits decide your future. We also have the best-selling books like Atomic Habits and all of that. The overall consensus is that building new habits is always a good thing. And as you probably know, I love to question commonly held beliefs. And this belief about habits is no exception. I've been thinking a lot about why we are so obsessed with habits, why we universally agree that it's a good thing, and I have some thoughts about it. I believe the habits vary vastly when it comes to impact on one's life. Some habits have the 10x, 100x ROI, while others have a very small impact, sometimes even net negative. Therefore, thinking that building a new habit is always such an awesome idea is not that accurate, at least in my opinion. And here's why. First of all, let's look at the habits that have an enormous return on investment like 10x, 100x, 1000x. I call them the core productivity habits. And the monthly method is based on them. And they are, number one, setting a clear definition of done for all the sprint goals, daily goals, and time block goals. I have the entire episode on this topic. Check it out. We ask ourselves questions such as, how does it look like when it's done? What am I going to produce in that hour, in that time block? We are focusing on the results, not the activity. And this is not something that people are used to. And when I ask them to write down a clear definition of done, for a lot of them, it's the first time they're doing it. And when you build a habit of having a clear picture in your brain of how do you know when the goal is achieved, How do you know when the task is done? Like tangible things. It might be a file on a computer. It might be an email that you will send. It might be a meeting in your calendar. A very definitive statement of how do we know when it's done. So number two core productivity habit is the habit of prioritization and acting in order of priority. This is the very first habit that I'm working on with my clients is to act in order of priority. So you start with the number one priority on the list. We have a weekly plan and it's prioritized. 
and you start from the very top and you work all the way to the bottom. The goal is not to have everything done. The goal is to act in order of priority. I always tell them, listen, next time we have a call, I would rather want you complete just one goal, and that's your goal number one, than complete all the other goals while missing the goal number one. Every day, I give them tools and questions and daily follow-ups to act in order of priority. And that causes a lot of resistance because usually the number one priority on our list is the most difficult task. This is the task that we usually procrastinate on. And that's when the other habit comes into place. Habit number three, using the 10x coffee practice to work with your resistance. The journaling practice that allows you to generate the thoughts that you need, therefore thinking on purpose, to do the tasks that you feel resistance towards. So even though the habit is to use the 10x coffee journaling practice, but in reality, this is the habit that you build in order to fight with resistance to any task that comes your way. It might be work-related, it might be health-related, relationships, etc. We always face resistance, and the bigger the goal, the bigger resistance we face. And the final core productivity habit behind the monthly method is the habit of time blocking. I have at least two episodes on time blocking. Check them out. But this is one of my favorite habits. And this is the habit that transforms my client's life. And again, we start small. We start time blocking your mornings. And then we extend it to time block your entire work day. So nine to five. Again, four habits in total setting a clear definition of done, acting in order of priority, using 10x coffee practice to work with resistance, and the fourth is the time blocking. All of these habits have an exponentially big return on the time investment to build these habits. It usually takes people about two to three sprints to fully embody these habits. Some of the habits take one sprint, such as having clear definition of done, maybe the 10x coffee practice, but acting in order of priority and time blocking are a bit more complicated. Usually it, it takes a bit longer, but two to three sprints is what they find work really well for most of the people. So two to three sprints, that's two to three months, but the clients will be getting the benefits from these habits for the rest of their lives, even if they decide to stop using the monthly method, because these are the core productivity habits that can be applied to any method, any goal, any project, any job, any situation in life. It's that universal. So these are the core habits that once you build them, you don't really need to build a lot of additional habits. And let's look at time blocking to illustrate my point here. Here's the thing. When you build the time blocking habit, you don't really need to build a lot of additional habits because all the goals you have, you can break them down into 30 minute increments and put it on your calendar and then just show up for your time blocks. There is no need to build the habit of doing 10 push-ups a day when you can put a full workout on your schedule and just show up for it. 
because you've built the habit of time blocking. Why bother with 10 push-ups when you can do an entire workout? And the time blocking habit allows you to do that. And let's say you don't have the time blocking habit and you decide to go the traditional route of building one small habit at a time. This is how it looks like. The first month you're building the habit of doing 10 push-ups. Doesn't really do much towards your physique, but okay. Then you might increase it to 20, to 30, and then eventually, I don't know in how many months of doing this incremental changes, you will have the habit of doing an entire workout or at least, you know, 20 to 30 minutes. But that's only one area of your life. But what happens to your other areas, let's say your work life, while you're building this push-up habit, you then have to build another habit in your work life, maybe the habit of not checking email first thing in the morning and all of that. But if you build the habit of time blocking, this is just one habit that you need to spend one, two, or maximum of three months building. So in the worst case scenario, it's three months of your life, but you can apply this habit to all the areas of your life, not just your health and fitness, but to your work, to your personal life, to your hobbies, to your side hustle, to everything. The return on investment is so much bigger than from the habit of doing 10 push-ups. I truly believe that time blocking combined with the 10x coffee practice can eliminate the need to build 90-95% of the habits that you've been told to build. There's just no need for it if you know how to structure your day, how to show up for your time blocks, and most importantly, how to deal with your resistance. You can pretty much just tell yourself what to do the next day, and then the next day you wake up and you show up for the plan. There is no requirement to build additional habits here for the most part. Let's look at some other habits that are not necessarily a part of the monthly method, but they think can be considered as core productivity habits or as habits that have an asymmetric return on investment. So the first one, meditation. I personally don't meditate, but I have a lot of clients who have built this habit and they swear by it. It works really well. And again, it applies to many areas of their life. It makes them more focused at work. It makes them a lot more patient at home with their kids, with their spouses. Then it might help them with some health issues as well and many other benefits. Another habit is waking up early. So this is the habit that I've built recently. Again, took me a few sprints to do that. And I'm actually thinking of doing another episode to tell you how I was finally able to build this habit. But waking up earlier and working on the important projects in the morning before your full-time job can be the core productivity habit. So basically working on the most important goals that you have in any given period of life first thing in the morning is very impactful. And this is the habit that you can build and then it can be applied to any area of your life depending on your season of life and what you want to focus on at any given time. So how do we decide whether to build a new habit or not, whether it's worth it or not? And the number one question I have for you is, will it spill over into other areas of your life? 
To have a symmetric return on the time invested to build this habit, it has to have positive impact on many areas of your life. So I would not focus on building a habit that is only work-related or that is only health-related. I would rather focus on building universal habits such as time block, journaling, meditation, if you're into these things, because they have impact on many areas of your life. Okay, now let's compare some of the goals. Let's do a little exercise here. Let's look at the first pair, the habit of time blocking versus doing one minute plank per day. Another comparison, the habit of journaling to overcome resistance towards difficult tasks versus reading five pages of a book every single day. Hopefully by this point in this episode, you understand the difference. We have a limited amount of time and willpower to build new habits. So we can't really build all of these habits at once. We're constantly choosing what habit to build. And when you're choosing to build the habit of doing one minute plank per day, you're choosing not to build a habit of time blocking. Yet that habit of time blocking has a much higher return on investment. And unfortunately, if we're not careful, we end up spending time and willpower on building low impact habits, such as one minute plank and reading five pages of a book, instead of building habits that will give you the 10x, 100x return on investment, such as time blocking or meditation or journaling. And not only we're choosing what habit to build, and we might choose incorrectly, there's always a cost to building a habit. And some of the so-called good habits are net negative. And this is the dark side of building new habits. I call it the checkbox fatigue. When you have too many habits and you're trying to track them all on an index card or in some fancy app or in a habit tracker, you end up having a bunch of checkboxes that you need to check on a daily basis. And at some critical point, it becomes too much, too many boxes. And when you are tired, which will happen 100%, guarantee it will happen. At some point, you will get tired because you are human. The sheer number of empty boxes that you need to check off on a daily basis might be the straw that breaks the camel's back. And what ends up happening is that you rebel against the system. You rebel against all the goals that you set for yourself just because there were too many boxes to check. And most of them were not even that significant. Most of them are like one minute planks and five pages of a book. The cost of building a new habit is this mental heavy load that you need to carry on a daily basis. And this load has the potential to mentally break you at any given day. And the mental load that you need to carry in order to build a habit of doing one minute plank is often the same load that you need to carry when you're trying to build the time blocking habit because it's just a checkbox on your habit tracking app or index card or whatever the checkboxes are the same so in your mind the mental load is the same but the impact of these two habits is vastly different that's why i think the small habits like small insignificant habits are often net negative 
because of the huge risk they imposed on the overall productivity. Because they add another checkbox to your habit tracker and at some point when you're tired, when you're exhausted, this one little checkbox might be the straw that breaks the camel's back. The advice, do less but better, works 100% with habit building. Build less habits, but build better habits. Build core productivity habits, habits that have impact on many areas of your life, habits that can transform your productivity. Do less but better. That's why we limit habit building to one habit per category under the monthly method. And even this limit of one habit per category, I think is pushing it a bit when it comes to building a new habit. By embracing the monthly method for a few years now, not all of my categories have a habit in them. And that's what I see in a lot of my clients as well. They start embracing project-based goals. So what is a project-based goal? This is something that is finite, something that you can cross off and move on to the next one. And the beauty of these goals is that they have a much lighter mental load. They are easier for your psyche because you don't need to do them for the rest of your life. And I talked about this mental hack in one of my previous episodes. I think it was in the episode uh, about sprint planning. Check it out. But basically, When you tell yourself that you need to do something for the rest of your life, you quickly get very tired from this thought. But when you have a thought of doing something for just three weeks or doing something like a project-based goal, then it's a lot easier for yourself to convince your brain to actually show up for the activity. Instead of building new habits, ask yourself, What can I produce in three weeks to improve each area of my life and do that? I think project-based goals are a lot more fun because the feedback loop is much shorter and you get to see the results of your work much faster. Instead of building a habit of writing every day, set the goal of producing two chapters and sending it to an editor by the end of your sprint. I think when you focus on project goals, you have a much faster progress on your goals because you focus on the outcome and not so much on the activity. It's easy to fall into the business trap when you're focused on building new, healthy, good habits because you're focusing on the activity. So you're always busy, but you don't have a tangible outcome from this activity. When you're trying to build a habit of writing 15 minutes a day, you don't know when you'll have a book published. But when you focus on project-based goals, such as completing two chapters per month, you know when you'll have a book published. And from my experience, from what I saw with my clients, when they embrace the project-based goals, they get their results a lot faster than when they focus on building new habits. As you can see, not all habits are created equal. Some habits have an exponentially higher impact on your life than others. Focus on building core productivity habits 
so that you don't need to spend time later on building habits with lower return on investment. When you have your core productivity habits, you don't need to build a new habit for every goal that you set for yourself because those core habits will help you to achieve any goal that you have. Consider embracing project-based goals instead of building new habits. You will see the results on your goals much faster. And if you want to follow my process for building the selected few core productivity habits while embracing project-based goals for everything else, join us in the next Monthly Methods Sprint. Check out the link provided in the show notes. Okay, guys, that's it for today. Please subscribe if you want to have a freshly baked episode delivered to you next Monday. Bye. Hey, before you go, I just wanted to let you know that if you want to try the monthly method for yourself, check out the guide, the free guide available at monthlymethod.com guide. It will walk you through planning your entire week based on the core principles behind the monthly method. What do you have to lose? It's just one week and it's free. The link is in the show notes.